Good morning and welcome to Summer Breakfast. It's Thursday the 25th of January. For those listening on SEN 1170 here in Sydney, uh, we fill the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Heels will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. If you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. MC, welcome Michael Karianis, uh, big day yesterday, big bash final overnight. Did you catch all of the game? Obviously, we had to be up early. Yeah, good morning, Miss. I caught a, a bit of it. I caught all of um, the Heat's innings and then a little bit of the Sixers before I um, went to bed. And, you know, Hills is actually in here this morning. We just saw him. And yeah. he's beaming. He's got his Brisbane Heat polo shirt on and with a big smile on his face, looking not too bad. Um, I thought he might have come straight from... Uh, big bash celebrations, but no, he's <laughs> behaved himself. He's ready to go for you Queensland listeners, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, another victory for these dirty Queenslanders. <laughs> yeah. They just take everything from us, it's don't they? It's a little bit frustrating, but um, what did you make of it? Uh, I watched the Brisbane Heat innings. They saved it towards the end there. Mm. So at the sort of 15 over mark, even slightly earlier, the 12 over mark, I was thinking this is going to be a walk in the park yeah. for the Sixers. Um, Heels just said then maybe the wicket was doing a little bit more than um, it was suggested during the call on TV. Um, but yeah, another one for the Queenslanders. Frustrating. Frustrating. Hey, uh, what did you get up to yesterday? Uh, not too much. It was a, a still on holidays, which is good. So I got out of here, went home and did the lawns, got a haircut. Productive went for, day. Went for a walk with a dog. Yep. And it was interesting. There's a... At, at the end of my street, there's a, a, a sign up, um, a guy that's put a sign up on the corner saying, if your dog poops, you scoop. Because yeah, obviously there's there's a bit of an issue there. With... Well, there's an issue in your area. No, well, actually, there, it's a bit yuck. Yeah, there's, okay. a, there's, a, there's a bit. There's a bit. And, you know, I'll walk around now. You've got the the lead with the um, plastic bags attached now to it. Yeah. Which Most is, people have got that. Yeah, it's not hard. Like little right? bone the little, shape yeah. with the, yeah. How easy is it? So now, easy. It, it is so easy, but... There's a bit of drama in Italy, in northern Italy. I saw, I just stumbled across this story where now dog owners must pay 65 euros, right? Which is for dogs' DNA to be stored and then tested um, if your dog leaves poo on the footpath or a park or whatever the case may be. So mm. the council or, or whoever can now. Um, test um, the DNA of that poo, and then they'll fine you um, between three hundred and a thousand pounds, a euro. Sorry. Wow, which is what double for a AED, so six hundred to two grand. Yeah, it's a fair whack. Bolzano in northern Italy. Mm. That must be a pretty highbrow area. Has I to would be. Suggest. I'm going to do. A, I'm going to have to do some Google imaging of Bolzano. I've never heard of it, but median house price. I reckon. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Northern Italy. I don't know. Very... How much would you buy a house there for? Well, <laughs> if I win the Powerball, which is on tonight, we'll talk about that in a second. So uh, you always pick up after your dog. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. What about, and it's, it's a couple of times um, it gets awkward, right? Because sometimes those bags, you run out. Because my yeah. dog can do two in two a walk. Two a walk? Yeah, he's a, he's a weirdo, right? Yeah, okay. Can do two in a walk, and then sometimes you run out, and I've occasionally... Had to use the local paper in people's driveways. Yeah, yeah. They come yeah, wrapped yeah. up in a plastic bag, and I'll have yeah. to I'll like I'll, I'll 
steal the. Lo- I used to work at that local paper, so <laughs> I feel like I've got some sort of right to to steal people's local paper. To use the sports section, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see people I don't like. I'm going to rub it up in yeah. that. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm very stringent with it now. Um, living in a heavily built-up area like yes. Bondi, there's no there's no excuse for you know leaving dog shit on the pavement. But uh, when I was growing up, it was my job to walk the dog. Mm-hmm. In our household, basically, I'm five years older than my brother. Yep. Don't want to sound jaded here, but I had all the jobs <laughs> and he did bugger all. <laughs> but well, that's another story. But um, it was my job to walk the dog every day, which would usually either be get home from school and walk the dog before swim training or get home from swim training and walk the dog after, which was later at night. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with you here. I never took a poo bag never. ever. I don't even know. They didn't have those sort of poo no, bags no. I 20 had a years too. ago. No, no. Yeah. You had like a plastic bag. Yeah. And then I had a beagle, so a bigger dog. Now I've got a sausage dog, so there's not much to clean up after. Yeah. But I just never did. Never did. Um, and it would be on people's lawns, <laughs> on driveways, on like wherever, wherever it happened. Ha- having grown up a little bit now. Yeah. Do you understand? Like if... I'd be filthy if someone did it to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember one time I was walking the dog as a kid and an old lady, uh, my dog was, you know, doing his thing and an old lady said, oh, you got to clean it up. And I just looked at her and shrugged and kept walking my dog. But that, you know, youthful ignorance. Yeah. (laughs) But now I would never. And it is disgusting. I've called people out. I've seen people. Yeah. And said, well, you got a bag. And they say, no. I said, well, you know, come and get one. I've got one. Clean up after your dog. Which is not like some, like... I, I, as I said, sometimes I've been caught short, right? So if someone asks me for a bag, or well, no issue, right? Because it it does happen or, you know, the, the bag attachments dropped off or whatever the case may be, but you have to clean it up. You got it. You, you got, got to, it. You got to find a way to, to, to get it done because it is this I live in a cul-de-sac, so it's not really an issue in my street Yeah. because everyone that comes there lives there, really. You know, I'm just trying to think, who is who is the mystery pooper? I'm thinking... She said Aaron Woods lives in the area, didn't he? <laughs> he does. He doesn't have a dog anymore. We Do we name and shame? We used to walk our dogs together sometimes. Okay, Who said anything could be out of dog? <laughs> <laughs> but where the where the signs? I'll see if um if my wife is bothered to go take a photo at some stage while we're still on air, we can yeah. put it on. So um, what did it say? If you poop, you I think scoop. it's if you poop, you scoop. Or if your dog poops, you scoop. Something like that on the corner because on the corner of my street. And um, where, where this guy lives, it's it's a busier street. Yeah, it's not a main street, but it's a, a thoroughfare for sort of the area. There's a school at the end of that street, so it does get a, a little bit busier. He's an old guy, and his lawns are immaculate, and his house is immaculate. Oh, he's got the sign. It's he's got the sign. sign. It's not a council sign. It's outside his house. All right, Aaron Woods. That's where you aim the next <laughs> one. Uh, all right, the Powerball, 150 million. It's jackpotted. It's on tonight. So we've gone from 100 million to 150 million. I keep wondering, what do you think their revenue is? To take it from 50 mil to 100 mil. Would it be the full, would they make another full 50 million in the week of people buying Powerball tickets? 26 well, that, bucks a ticket. They'd make more. You think they make more than $50 million? Probably. So if they got the, the big Powerball ticket, which Ben was saying is like locked in the main number, $26. So let's say they sell a mil, million of those. That's the power hit, a million of those. That's 26 mil. The other ones are $6. Think they think they're selling that many tickets? Well, they must. The lottery's not going broke. Yeah, far out. So are you gonna would, buy? I might buy a ticket. You're gonna buy a ticket? Which one? The twenty-six or the six? What's the difference? The twenty-six you have locked in the Powerball. So whatever that Powerball is that night, you're guaranteed that one. 
Okay. And then you just have to pick the other numbers. I don't know. Whatever's the easiest option. 26. 26. But it costs $26. Yeah. $26 for, I, I, what would the odds be? One in a million? Less. Are you going to have a crack? No. Nah. Well, what about your $90 million house? Well, you'd be better off, you well, know, opening up the sports betting account and putting a... $26 in? $26 on a <laughs> 10-leg multi. You would be. You would. You're not going to win 150 mil. Well, that's why the odds you haven't are seen the multis. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can pump up some pretty good multis. Well, let's talk to... We'll, we'll do a sports bet across this morning. Let's see if they can get us a multi that will turn 26 into 150 mil. You see some map, you see some big ones. They would have seen $26 into a million, I reckon. If you had to put $26 on Leicester to win the premiership mm. and they're paying, what were they, 2000 to one or something like that. Um, all right. Uh, the heat overnight. Let's talk about it. Uh, we want to hear from our listeners. 0457736736. Were you at the game? What did you make of it? I mean, I felt the effects of the game, trying to get from here, from doing the run home, back to Bondi. Oh, the traffic from Moore Park. Apparently there was a concert on there as well at the well, same 43, time. 43,000 at the game last night. 43,000. That's pretty cool. What's a sellout at SCG? That'd be there close. There abouts. That would be close to there it. There abouts. Um, all right. If you were at the game, give us a call or a text. one 300 If you're a Queenslander... You've got one hour with us before Heels comes on to gloat. Give us a call. Rub it in. We'll listen to you. one 300 Queensland villains, MC. Mm. They've done it again to us. But I want to talk top five Queensland villains of all time. Okay. Villains that have broken our hearts over the years. I'm going to go. I'm going to give you a couple of nominations straight away. I'm going to go straight to rugby league. And I'm going to go straight to state of origin. Yes. That's, it's easy to take your mind there. People that I grew up watching breaking my heart every year that just pissed me off. These two are going to be pretty obvious. Number one on any list, I think, Justin Hodges. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That time when they put up the bomb and they fly through and smash Kurt Gidley yeah. and then Justin Justin Hodges is just mouthing off galore. Like, oh. There was few things in life I took greater pleasure in than watching Darcy Lussick punch the absolute piss out of Justin Hodges. Yeah. Oh, it felt good. <laughs> yep. Darcy. If you're listening, reach out. <laughs> Big fan of your work. <laughs> the second one, uh, Sam Thide, yeah. for similar reasons. As a New South Wales fan, nothing to do with, uh, both for both these players, nothing to do with their time at the Broncos or Justin Hodges at the Roosters, although I did love when Willie Tonga absolutely touted him up for the Roosters. <laughs> but um, those two players for me were like the face of the Queensland eight in a row. Not because they were the best players, because they're the biggest grubs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm Do you gonna, have anyone to add? I'll, I'll throw a couple more. Nate Miles. Yes. In that mix yes. of what you're talking about in that era with his big head. Mm. Um, getting big in. head being pushed into other players' Correct. faces. Yeah. Getting in amongst it all. An underrated one's Billy Slater, I think. Just yeah. his style of play. like He's got a bit of niggle in him. He had a bit of niggle in him. And now he's doing it to us all over again <laughs> as a coach. This time a lot more poetic than what he was as a, as a player. This time it's about the bushfires, Ooh. the cyclones, the floods, and we're <laughs> Queenslanders. <sighs> but uh, sorry, sorry, Brisbane fans, uh, Brisbane listeners. But um, any others? One more, Gordon Tallis. Yeah, okay. But I'm a bit scared to say that because he still scares me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, he's a big fan of the show as well, so he'll be listening. He's... Um, 
and having I, I didn't know Gordy at all. Having done some work with him on three sixty last last season, mm. he's such a nice guy. He's one of the great. He's guys, such isn't a he? fun guy, but he still has this intensity in his eyes when he tells you a story. It's like, mate, you could eat me at any moment right now. Yeah. And I think the Gordon Tallis thing stems back from you know the way he left the Dragons um, into just becoming the most damaging player in the competition and and that um, infamous Brett Hodgson tackle. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I remember him for. He's probably slightly before my time. Um, you know, a big one for me used to be Cameron Smith mm. until I met him here at SEN. Yeah. And he was the loveliest guy. And so I've got to take him out of that conversation. Yeah. He's too nice. He's a nice guy. He's too nice. Yeah. Too nice. So he can't be one of my most hated. I haven't met Justin Hodges or Sam Thiday, so I can keep them in but there. But I've kept Gordy in there, despite being a really nice guy. Yeah. So but he we, was he was that aggressive on the field that I think he can separate the two. Yeah, okay. Whereas Cameron Smith was pretty clean skin on the field even. I know he had like, you know. He had a few things going on. What they call him, like the third referee <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But um, he's just that nice of a person. Uh Kevin Walters last night was uh, here on SEN and he was talking about Adam Reynolds' injury. Now, this was pretty funny. I listened to this one. Here's, here's the audio. Now, Adam, of course, will be flying business class, so his legs won't even be able to touch the ground <laughs> in that business class seat. Yeah, right, so I can stretch out. So he'll, he'll, he'll be able to stretch out. Uh, probably fit two Adam Reynolds in the Alpine body and be able to get in there with him, those two fellas. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he's fine. It's a bit of pot kettle there. I don't know. Kevin's, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's feet will be touching the ground either. But has there been any more on Adam Reynolds? Well, Is it serious? Well, I don't. I think he, he'll be fine. Like yeah. he, he'll be right to play. But interestingly enough, just on Adam Reynolds, he was slated to come as part of the the uh, promotional blitz to Vegas. Ah. And then his fitness levels probably weren't quite where they needed to be, um, so they pulled him. So they sent Billy Walters. Billy instead. Walters instead. Is that nepotism? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Billy's nepotism. Good. Billy's good. Billy's good. He was good. I'd never met Billy, but he he was he was a good time, Billy. Interesting. Um, so, um, does this bring into question? Will he be able to get in the shape he needs to by the start of the year, or is is he? He knows how to manage enough? it. Yeah, he yeah. can manage his way through games. Now, he's, I don't think he's ever been the world's greatest trainer or, or, or the fittest. He's never, you know, relied on speed or anything like that. It's his gotcha. gamesmanship and his awareness that, that gets him three games now. So it won't be an issue. Yeah. All right. Big show coming up today, MC. We've got Australian Olympic champion rower Alex Hill. The Olympics just around the corner. Of course, the big story at the moment is the athletes are getting sent home straight after they compete. Uh, looking forward to having a chat to Alex. Uh, Mark McGaw who's recently reprised his role on Gladiators. So he did used to be one of the Gladiators. Hammer. Now he's the ref. Mm. He's the, I think, back in the day, was it Mike Whitney was the referee? And then Bill Harrigan when they had another crack at it. Yeah, right. Have you watched any of the Gladiators? I haven't. Okay. Well, we'll talk to Mark McGaw about Gladiators and a little bit of rugby league. I've got Australian NFL player Aaron Sipos. I've got SEN tennis expert Brett Phillips. And Scope, Justin Horry is going to come and talk about the upcoming nine tournament, nines tournament this this weekend. Uh, pretty good lineup for mm. those. Uh, is it RLPA team ish? Not no, sure. Clint Newton's going to play as well, so we'll play, chat with him. Nice. Yeah, huge show today. Uh, we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast, powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Now, we're with our Queensland listeners right now, MC, and <laughs> let's give them a little bit of a chance to gloat. Ian Healy, 
Boom. <laughs> Morning, came fellas. Running in. Yeah. Big smile a on his face. Step. We're not sure if he slept or not, well, but talk to his you, heels. I know you told the producers, do not let him in. Here. <laughs> I just burst in. Pick him up, boys. Pick your bottom lips up. And uh, the underdog got up again. Again. Hey, Brisbane. Actually, I did think yesterday when we talked on, on our breaky show, we talked to Ladbrokes at the, you know, the odds. Yeah, we were two dollars ten. Sixes were a dollar seventy. I thought there's a bit of value there. Absolutely, we, we got a good bowling attack, haven't we? And then Brownie half got away, and and had to work very hard at the top of the order and did it. Got himself a fifty. So yeah, yeah, I was happy enough at halftime. I thought one hundred and sixty-seven. Uh, well, I I couldn't get too greedy because at the start I said, oh, I'll take one seventy. Yeah, yeah. And we got one sixty-seven. I felt, oh, we might be a touch short. But... Bit bit nervous early, like the, the even it... halfway point. I was looking. They had to fight, which made it a good final. Yeah. Like you have to win parts of games a couple of times and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, when we lost our first week, Jimmy Pearson gone and McSweeney and Brown working really hard yeah. against, you know, Abbott was bowling really well. Mm. We know O'Keefe and Dorsius go through us most times every when we play them. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a bit tense. And, and then they, they fought their way extremely well. They all chipped in. Without a lot of game time, some of those boys. So uh, they should be well proud of themselves. Renshaw was huge as well, just oh. to sort of save that innings at the end. That last six was pretty important, wasn't it? In yeah. the last last over, Xavier Bartlett running himself out unselfishly so that yep. Renshaw would stay on strike. Uh, that, they ran unselfishly on the last ball, you know, yeah. and ran and Renshaw gets run out. But the six he hit in that last over, it gave, gave them a bit of breathing space, I reckon. Where were the... Party celebrations that were they? <laughs> did you escape know. or did you hang around? Yeah. Have you had any text messages, yeah. phone calls? What's going on there? Yeah, I've had text messages and uh, photos. Okay, but it's all only uh, nice, calm stuff with their medals. You know, okay. they, they yeah, still yeah, haven't yeah. even got a beer in the shop. Okay, yeah. so it, it came through about uh, two o'clock. Yeah, so the boys were still in the room. So um, and they would probably be uh, yeah. I don't know what time it is. Two o'clock Brisbane time. Whatever my phones. <laughs> <laughs> the watch, watches on one thing, phone on another. Yeah. Hoping I don't sleep through. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they look pretty reserved. I'll get out of there without going over to the, the their end of the ground and uh, beat, I didn't really beat the traffic. I still got stuck in traffic, but yeah, gee, the crowd piled out, didn't they? Were they allowed in the secret? Very disappointed. Were they allowed in the secret SCG room? We've heard about this room now where you knock on the door and the, this is for the test site, MC. Brisbane Heat allowed in? I don't know. It's in the away room. See, we're over in the away room. Maybe that door, what? What? Where is it? Is it? Um, I'm not the sure. The old well, days, the Brett boys. Lee, Brett Lee spoke about it. There's a cellar room underneath the Australian dressing room, so the home dressing room. So Binger would have been in there for New South Wales and Sydney Sixers as well as Australia. Ian Chappell tells the story. You know that they'd had tallies, tall bottles of beer in those days. They'd get a dozen a day. That's it, and. And they'd bring the journos in and everything. They'd all share them and everything. And when they run out, they stomp on the floor down to the cellar room and more more get delivered up. <laughs> there you go. So, Can we do that here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you've I've just been There's nothing coming. Fletcher's put a hole in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon the heat would have given it a test. <laughs> they might have found a new room or made made a new room. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're good boys. They're pretty in, They're pretty young and inexperienced and they, they deserve to be proud and they'll, they'll uh, enjoy it for a long time. All right, Heels. Well, you're going the big lift this morning. If you're listening in Brisbane, Heels is going to join you at 6 a.m. SENQ 693 a.m. Uh, you'll be on with Pat. Uh, he's he's well slept. Uh, he's rested, so he's ready to do yeah. the show. You're just going to join in.
Yeah, I've got to find out what happened in the tennis shit. And, uh, it's, uh, Again, missiles, your man. A few, <laughs> a few turn-ups out there, eh? Yeah. Alcaraz, uh, when I got home from the cricket, Alcaraz was, had just lost the first test. Yeah. set, 6-1. Yeah. Yeah. And he was nowhere. And uh, he tried hard, so uh, it didn't quite get there. And uh, the girls are... Bit of an unknown side of the draw there. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's all going to hold up this weekend. We're just uh, here to talk rugby league, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've <laughs> got a question for you from the Port Macquarie Pearl. So after all those grand final losses for Queensland at the end of the last year, he said, uh, ask Hills <laughs> if it feels weird for a Brisbane team to actually win a final. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only Origin had a final, eh? <laughs> 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 so, no, we, it does feel good. It feels really good. 2024 is a different year.